another episode of D-List of the Podcast. I'm Michael K. And I'm Allison. This episode is coming out on Wednesday, January 20th. But if you're um, in America, you're probably not going to listen to it on Wednesday, January 20th, because you want to protect your ears from it. Because you'll be too busy. You'll be like eyeball deep in C-SPAN. C-SPAN? Isn't that the channel you guys watch politics stuff on? Some maybe, but probably like CNN, MSNBC. Anyways, it's Inauguration Day. Yes. So happy Happy, Inauguration Day. Happy birthday, Uncle Sam. That's Independence Day. Let the bald eagles fly. (laughs) Crank off your fireworks. Yeah, it's a different holiday. (laughs) They, They all kind of run into each other. It's fine. But um, before I celebrate independence, uh, now you got me thinking. (laughs) (laughs) The eagles are screeching. Yeah. Um, Hot dog. Before I celebrate Inauguration Day um, and the triumphant reunion of the new radicals because they're performing at Biden's inauguration. I know. Pull out your bucket hats. Yeah, exactly. So um, before we do that, we're going to Serve up our usual fuckery, and we're starting with some real fuckery. Yeah, um, we weren't we, we weren't kidding. We kind of no. eased into it with preparing everyone. Yeah, like keep a cl- ear cleansing mixture of like bleach and holy water near you because you might need it. Um, so I won't get into the details, but these are allegations of abuse and. We're, of course, talking about Army Hammer, star of Call Me By Your Name, the man from Uncle, Rebecca, that shitty Lone Ranger movie. Mm-hmm. The Lone Ranger movie that not a whole lot of people saw. Oh, and The Social Network. He played the twins. The Social Network, the Mirror, Mirror, that Snow White movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. So those of us who do gossip stuff as a job and those who are into gossip have known that, like, Army was kinky. Mm-hmm. Like, he got caught a while ago liking tweets about bondage. Not a big deal at all. Um, he once, and I'm not being sarcastic, it's not a big deal. No, I thought it made him more interesting. I'll be honest. Full disclosure. Yeah. And he once said in a Playboy interview that before he met his wife, Elizabeth Chambers, he was into choking and hair pulling, but he didn't do that anymore because he respected his feminist wife too much. I mean, douchey, but again, no big deal. And a little bit of a weird statement because the two are not mutually exclusive. You can be a feminist and also like having your hair pulled. But for him, apparently there was a distinction. Yes. And also a little while ago, DMs came out that supposedly uh, were from ARMY. It was between ARMY and another woman, not his wife. And he was calling her his kitten, calling himself daddy, and saying all the kinky shit he wanted to do to her. Again, not a big deal. Mm -hmm. But then things took a turn down Brain Bleach Boulevard. Mm -hmm. It went from like two consenting adults just DMing each other to nobody feeling good about anything. Yes. So a woman who goes by the Instagram handle House of Effie, um, she came out with allegations that army physically you know is uh that he's physically and emotionally abusive 
that he confessed to killing an animal and eating its heart, told her all his murder and rape fantasies, how he wanted to drink her blood, called himself a 100% cannibal, when, you know, talked about how he wanted to cut off her toe and keep it in his pocket and eat her and not in the way most of us like to be eaten. Mm-hmm. And so he's like a yuppier Patrick Bateman, if that's possible. And House of Effie shared DMs she claims are from ARMY and also posted pics and videos he sent of himself to her to prove that she's not making it up. Because many of his fans, who call themselves the Charmies, by the way, I know. I can't. Yeah, no. They think she's making this all up. Mm-hmm. And so House of Effie also claims that ARMY... Um, keeps a bunch of women he calls kittens all over the place and he hooked up with them while he was still married to Elizabeth and you know would tell them he was going to divorce divorce her etc he has since split up with Elizabeth House of Effie heard from many of the women who have nightmare stories about him some say that Army put them in the hospital like it was so bad that he put you know they ended up in the hospital Mm -hmm. And that he ignored safe words, bragged about how he was going to ignore their safe words. And another woman claimed like she was left so fucked up after being with ARMY that she had to seek treatment. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are like focusing on ARMY's, you know, quote unquote kinks. But to me, the kinks are irrelevant. Oh, I uh, agreed. I think that the... For me, the big standout was like, like, I don't want to kink shame anyone, but I, I will domestic abuse shame. Well, yeah, because if, if the kinks are full on consensual, it's, I mean, that's between them. But women are alleging that it wasn't consensual. You know, he's ignoring safe words. He's saying fuck it to their boundaries and abuse them. Mm hmm. Like, that's not cool. It needs to be two people need to be or three, or whatever, however numbers. Everybody needs to be on board. And it sounded like uh, a lot of them were not on board, and ARMY didn't care. Yeah, and that's when it becomes non-consensual and Mm -hmm. abuse. So ARMY's wife hasn't said anything about this, but sources told the Daily Mail that she believes the women and that she knew ARMY was fucking around her a lot, but that she didn't know the really dark-sided details. Mm-hmm. Also, Jessica um, Sciencen Enriquez, who dated ARMY for like a minute, tweeted that she believes the women. Mm-hmm. Paige Lorenz, another woman who dated ARMY, didn't call him out by name, but said in a YouTube video that she was in a relationship where she did things she wasn't okay with and it numbed her. And another ex, um, Courtney Vuskovich, told Page Six, so she straight up, came out to page six and told them that he manipulated her and groomed her for dark things and that she did things she would never do and wasn't comfortable doing them and that he like sucked all the goodness out of her and then he once told her he wanted to barbecue and eat her ribs she also said he was obsessive and broke like she says he she had to pay for everything and Army, like, he's a movie star, he comes from oil money, but she says she even had to give him gas money. So she called Army 
one of the most broken people she's ever met and that he blew up her life and then just walked away. Um, Courtney might be the one that House of Fefe was talking about how one of them, one of his alleged victims had to seek treatment Mm -hmm. because she told page six that, you know, she was so messed up that she suffers from PTSD and did a 30 day program in a treatment center. Mm-hmm. And Courtney also claimed that Army was heavy into booze and drugs. And a video did come out of Army drinking and driving, like it's a recent video, drinking and driving and licking white powder off of a friend's hand. And mm-hmm. in the voice of Lindsay Lohan, vitamins. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was vitamins. Obviously. So after all these claims came out, it was announced that Army stepped away, in other words, fired from a movie called Shotgun Wedding, which stars Jennifer Lopez. So after Army was dropped from that movie, he finally said something. So he hasn't said anything up until this point, up until he gets dropped from the movie. Mm -hmm. Or, sorry, stepped away from the movie. And he didn't say much. He just said, like, these allegations are bullshit. I'm not going to comment on them. And that he claims he left the J-Lo movie. J-Lo movie didn't break up with him. He broke up with J-Lo movie because he said he can't leave his kids for four months with all these vicious attacks, you know, being thrown at him. And the thing about Army's children, they're six years old and five, four years old, by the way, they're living with their mom in the Cayman Islands right now. Army's, he like grew up in the Cayman Islands, but that's where they quarantined. And he quarantined with them at the beginning, but then like, and we might have talked about that here, right? Mm-hmm. He quarantined with them in the beginning, and then he left and didn't see, like, he went back to the States and didn't see them for months. Mm -hmm. But now he wants to spend time with his family. Yeah, now he says he needs to spend time with his family. And he's back in the Cayman Islands, but sources say he refuses to see his kids and that he's holed up in a hotel room. And he he has a second Instagram account. I'm not going to say secret because it's not private. Right. He has another Instagram account and he posted uh, a picture like after all this, he posted a picture of a, a mysterious woman in lingerie on all fours, all, all fours on his bed. And he called her Miss Cayman. And then the Miss Cayman pageant was like, she's not affiliated with us. That's not <laughs> yeah. a Miss Cayman. And then he had to apologize for calling her Miss Cayman that because she's not affiliated with Miss Cayman. So out of all the things he apologized, he Wanted Trademark. to apologize for. That's what he apologized Yeah, he apologized for, for trademark infringement. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is messed up. I mean, I just, like, I wonder, you know how, like, some people, things will come out. I, this is leading to a question. I need to stress that. I'm not just going on a weird tangent. Um, when, like, things will come out about people and oftentimes they're embarrassing or they're accusatory in nature. And then it just kind of like blows over. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where like at the time you're just like, this is messed up. And then like six months later, it seems like people have kind of forgotten it. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen here with Army Hammer? Because I have this feeling that like, and I'm not a psychic or anything. So, you know, please don't come to me for psychic advice. I feel like he's like never going to work again. Well, like I, I feel like this is just the tip of the iceberg. And this tip is already bigger than the iceberg that took out the Titanic. But I feel like this is 
just the tip and then more allegations are going to come out and possibly lawsuits. Mm, Okay, I could see that. So yeah, I'm with you. I don't see this getting better for him. And like he's already been dropped from from one movie. Mm -hmm. And there's like he's like I looked at his I scanned his IMDb page and he has a lot that have been filmed or are going to be filmed soon. Right. So maybe it's just only a matter of time before he like gets dropped from other things. Well, he's like in that death uh, on the Nile movie that Kenneth Branagh directed. <gasps> oh, yeah. And that's, that's in the can. Like, that's done. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to come out this year. So maybe the Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer. Get, I was gonna yeah, say, they're gonna... get an old timey suit together who would for be the reshoots. Who would be the Christopher Plummer for Army Hammer, though? Christopher Plummer. He can do it all. I know. What am I saying? That's dumb of me. Yeah, it's definitely Christopher Plummer. He's a dead ringer. Saving the day once again. Okay, okay, also, obviously, obviously, like, we know why, like, awful people do this shit, and it's because, like, they get off on the power, and they're, like, messed up, and whatever. Um, but the whole thing about, like, ARMY DMing about being a cannibal, I don't understand, again, I, I know I'm focusing on the wrong thing here, I don't understand why you wouldn't explore that in a consensual way like i'm sure that there's a way to do that like for example maybe you contact a sex worker who's like okay i'll you can like chug tomato juice off my stomach and pretend it's blood whatever that's fine you can like talk about barbecuing but like you also have to have a barbecue close by so that you know it feels like you're just talking about regular barbecuing well, he probably gets off, like, on the fear. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Well, now he can get off on being jobless, because that's a very real possibility. Yeah. Okay, so this next story is a big one, because this is actually a continuation of a prediction from our end-of-year episode from 2020. And, Michael, I could be wrong, but I feel like this is maybe the only prediction that has ever actually come true that we've predicted and i need to stress it's not a prediction you or i made <laughs> no, no, no no so no, no we're, we're horrible at predictions. we're so bad of course the only prediction that came, came true is one that was made by mika on our end of um year podcast so she predicted that one of the things that would happen in 2021 uh would be that ben affleck and anna de armas would break up and guess what everyone ben affleck and anna de armas broke up so and congratulations to mika for um proving she's psychic yes and mika thank you for taking our odds of guessing correctly from i guess one in one million to even odds i don't i don't know how odds are made but yeah better better than one million um this week true love died and i know that we say that a lot on delisted but michael is it too bold of me to suggest that true love really died yeah no true love didn't die (laughs) it's still it's fine don't don't true love true love between anadarmus and the paparazzi that is yeah yeah, that one is that's the real breakup Mm -hmm. here so we learned a few days ago that ben affleck and anna de armis colloquial nicknamed Ben Anna um, 
are done after dating for about 10 months together. And they were, I mean, we all make jokes about them being like the pandemic's royal couple, but they really were because uh, Ben Affleck and Anna de Armas got together allegedly while they were filming a movie called Deep Water. And then they sort of came out as a couple in March 2020. So I say came out because it was like, you know, there are stories about them going on vacation in Cuba and Costa Rica. And it was like, all the headlines are like, Ben's new lady. Like, those are always my favorite ones. Yeah, and it's like, hello, she was in Knives Out. She's not Ben's new lady. She's not like a nobody. She's not Shauna Sexton. No, no. Like, we didn't know who that was, but we knew who. Wait, is that the Lexus one? What? Who's the one that bought a Lexus? Wait, no, she's the one that, uh, that cheated that Ben cheated with when he was with Jennifer Garner. What's her name? Wasn't she a nanny? That's yeah. not Shauna Sexton. No, that's not Shauna Sexton. I think Shauna Sexton might be the Lexus one. Okay, one of them. Yes. One of them got a Lexus. Shauna Sexton was who he was dating kind of right before he went into rehab to like seek serious treatment. Like he'd been in rehab and then left and then kind of went back again. So I think Shauna Sexton was that. And then, and then SNL producer... Was somewhere Lindsay in there Lindsay shook us. Yeah, Lindsay shook us. I believe was pre Shauna Sexton. So, but all of them just were kind of like shelved back in his history because then he met Anna De Armas and they were in love. It was love at first sight. They were soulmates, um, and but they never got to do the normal things that a normal celebrity relationship would do because the pandemic hit in the U.S. and in the middle of March. You know, most of North America went into lockdown, so they couldn't go to premieres together and they couldn't, you know, do sort of the normal things like going to like the Brentwood Country Mart together. So they had to get creative. And that's when the almost near daily um, paparazzi walks happened. Excuse me. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't assume. No, they were paparazzi. They were caught. They were caught. They were that would hold up in a lawsuit. Yeah, that would yeah. hold up in a lawsuit. <laughs> but I don't know. This, I will say, like you were saying, is true love dead. The part that makes me sad is that, you know, during like the dark and scary times, mm-hmm. they were, you know, the bright, shining, fame whore light yeah. we needed to entertain us. Because it was and just like, like stupid, fun celebrity. Yeah, and, like, they were giving you angles. Like, when there would be, like, a set of pictures that came out of them walking to, like, a garbage can, there was, like, 400 pictures. And it was walking to and walking from. And they would hold hands and they would put arms around waist and they would laugh and they'd smile. Oh, my God, her laughing. Like, she practiced that in the mirror a million times. Oh, it was, like... what her best laugh angles. I mean, it it was performance. It was a show. It really was. It was, like, open mouth but teeth not closed but head tilted back but also head lowered it was it was really good like she that was was so stupid that i loved it i was like you know during these times this is what we need like yeah i was like i'm stuck inside i'm scared for my life i'm trying to make bread that's not working out um i'm making banana bread which again is not working out and i've got a whole bag of potatoes that i don't know what to do with and then i would just like open up twitter and it would be like Banana, we're seen walking dogs and getting Starbucks. Yeah, that's the like, real banana bread. It, they were the banana. The, that yeah. was the pandemic banana. <laughs> <laughs> so this went on for like they, I would I would say that they like did a lot in the beginning, and then they kind of pulled back a little bit, which I understand. Yeah, they blew their load in the, in the beginning. They did. They went a little bit 
they went a little overboard and they got tired, but that's fine because they pop back in every once in a while. And then it was also, you know, everything was in, uh, everything was accompanied by rumors. So it was like, they're looking for a house. They might be engaged. Is she ready to meet his kids? Surprise, she met his kids. And, you know, the kids seemed to smile and like her. And then it was like just tons and tons of talk about like, they're going to get married. She's going to become like the second I was going to say Benifer, but I'm like, her name isn't Jennifer. <laughs> Wait a minute. <clears throat> if only there was a, a, a couple name, an established couple name that I could use here. Hmm. <laughs> but, and then there was like word that like, um, he would be banned from the premiere of No Time to Die. So she's in the next James Bond movie. And, you know, apropos of nothing, they were like, Ben Affleck will not be at the premiere because their love is going to take all the attention away from the movie. Which, I mean, spoiler alert, the movie hasn't come out yet because no. movies aren't happening. No, yeah. They'll happen sometime. When that is, we don't know. Um, and then things started to get a little weird around the holidays. So Christmas and New Year's, there was, um, I guess maybe it started because someone maybe noticed on Instagram or something that she had like maybe posted a picture from Cuba. So she's from Cuba and... Ben is not. And, um, you know, they were like traveling all over the place together, but she was alone in Cuba, like Mm -hmm. not with Ben over New Year's. And so people were like, that's a little bit weird to not be spending the holidays with your partner. So that kind of raised some hairs up on the back of some people's necks. Um, And then also my favorite thing was that she cut bangs into her hair, which... I know that some people are just like, whatever, it's not a big deal. But I know personally, many of the times I have cut bangs has been when I've been going going through some kind of a breakup. Yeah, you blast like um, Alanis Morissette. She's not an Alanis Morissette person. But you blast like a breakup album and then you dramatically take a flow bee to your mm-hmm. hair. And if, if you're too scared to do bangs, you dye your hair. Yeah, and I think she cut some of it off too and probably because it's like she was around ben so much and he's smoking all the time she all that smoke in her she got to cut it out you can't wash cigarette smoke out it never fully goes away well spoil Uh, alert she's really bald she shaved all her head off that is a wig with bangs mm -hmm. the eyebrows too she's like get rid of the eyebrows get rid of the eyelashes they're all sucking up the smoke like a sponge um so but the point is she doesn't have to worry about it anymore because they're not together so sources they didn't confirm it themselves like they didn't go in front of the paparazzi with a sign that's like our relationship is not strong <laughs> like the yeah they really should have because yeah they really should have that's the finale we as the audience deserved it's true we stuck by them since the beginning they didn't do that instead what we have is our sources saying you know they're not together she broke up with him so here's what the story is so far and i'm sure we're gonna hear a, a million more reasons but um Anna reportedly broke up with him. One of the reasons is because she's from Cuba and she doesn't want to live full-time in Los Angeles. Um, And Ben does live full-time in Los Angeles because he's got three kids that he has to see. So she didn't love that. And then also she wanted to have kids and he didn't. So Anna de Armas is 32 years old. So kind of makes sense that maybe she might want kids. And Ben Affleck is 48 and reportedly and rumor says that he couldn't commit to having any more kids which i mean i get it he's like almost 50 years old he just wants to drink dunkin donuts 
Yeah, and he has three kids already, yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah, I understand that. Um, but the person that I feel really, really sorry for, like you mentioned at the top of the story, the real breakup story here is Anna and the paparazzi. And my heart goes out to Rodrigo, who is my favorite part of the, like, tale of Ben Anna. So in the beginning of when they started uh, dating, this person, like, went on TikTok and they claimed that their friend um, like saw or heard her uh, calling one of the paparazzi saying, okay, Rodrigo, we're ready. And then her and Ben like walk down a street and then there's like video of the two of them walking down the street and there's like seven photographers. Yeah, it's like this, the TikTok claim, like they saw her say, yeah, we're ready, Rodrigo. And then all the photographers came out of a van. Mm-hmm. I just feel really bad for Rodrigo because it's like during the pandemic, you aren't really supposed to like go outside. You kind of like need a reason to go outside. And I would say that going and photographing banana was like, that was like good exercise, a good reason to go outside and get some fresh air. And what does he have now? I don't know. Rodrigo, I'm thinking about you. And also like the latest news on them. I mean, I say news with, I'm really playing fast and loose with that word is um, in the summertime, uh, Ben Affleck's three kids, Violet, Serafina, and Samuel, allegedly got a giant, like, life-size cardboard cutout of Anna de Armas made, and they put it in front of her house, again, like, allegedly to troll the paparazzi. Then we never really saw it again. It was just, like, a one-time thing. Well, we recently saw that cardboard cutout again. So after the news broke on Monday that they were broken up, uh, somebody was seen taking that cardboard cutout out of Ben's house and um, dumping it into the trash, which... I mean, (laughs) like, I seriously laughed out loud, like, when I was scrolling through Twitter and I (laughs) saw the picture of someone dumping it in the trash. It's like, Ben didn't even, like, break it down, put it in some trash bags. No, they're, like, like, he wanted it to be seen. And he, like, called Rodrigo... To come and get that picture of him throwing Anna in the trash. He's like, I got one last gig for you, Rodrigo. Get over here. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I mean, it, it was, it's petty. And it's like junior high school shit, but I loved it. I also, too, love about that cardboard cutout that she's smiling so wide on it. It's like a picture of her, like, laying down. It's like a real sleepover pose. And so she's smiling the whole way into the trash can. As she goes, in, yeah. And, and she needs to get back. She needs to get him back for this. Like, she mm-hmm. needs to photograph... She needs to call up Rodrigo, get herself papped, like dropping off, um, you know, like a Dunkin' Donuts uniform and like a coffee costume, like because you know he made her, he asked her to wear that shit. No oh, role play. Like he want yeah some Dunkin' Donuts role play. So she needs play. to get Rodrigo to pap her, yeah, dropping off the role play costumes back at not, his house. Not tomorrow because it's the inauguration; it won't get enough press. But maybe Thursday. Yeah, wait until next week. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to end with a story that I'm honestly going to need Netflix to do a 10-part docuseries on because it's still a mystery to me and I still have a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. So Brittany's little sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, who is 29 years old now, she has two children. um, She's kind of known for being, you know, a junior member of the Not The One Club. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, like one time there was a fight in a pita pit she pulled out a knife. 
right? To like stop the, to <laughs> yes, get this shit that. together. And then she like repeatedly yells at people who go after Britney. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to over the weekend when um, we learned that she may be a serial cat killer. And this is not something I thought I'd ever say, but this is what happened. Mm-hmm. So Jamie Lynn posted a video on Instagram that she later deleted. And in the video, she said that her Tesla is so quiet that it's ran over multiple cats. <laughs> not one. Multiple. No. And she didn't even say how many, but she like she said, I can't tell you how many cats. Yes, a countless amount of cats. She cannot count or estimate. She's unable to wager a guess of how many cats have. Yeah, that, that translates no to has. a lot. We have now lost, I don't even want to tell you how many cats, because they don't hear the Tesla crank and unfortunate things happen. And it's really devastating and tragic for everyone involved. So since the Tesla is so quiet, maybe he could like make one of those noises that like bother cat or animal ears when it cranks up. So that way they know something's happening. And aren't caught off guard and things don't end in a very tragic way so you know elon Musk, let's figure this out i mean you owe me a couple cats mm-hmm. also what the heck is elon musk gonna do you know like start up the car and it's like warning there's a cat under one of the wheels you, you well, can detect for that as soon as Jamie Lynn gets in the Tesla, it should say, warning, Jamie Lynn just got in the Tesla. Any living thing in a 10-mile radius run inside. Like, mm-hmm. if she has cats now, they, I mean, I hope they, like, get a branch off the tree, pack up their stuff, put in a handkerchief, tie the handkerchief to their branch, and get out of there. And go out the back way. Don't go down the driveway. Do not go near the Tesla. So after everyone was horrified over Jamie Lynn admitting she's a multiple pussy murderer and not in the way Amanda Bynes wanted Drake to murder her her pussy, not like that. She went on Instagram and said that she's never ran over a cat. She doesn't blame Elon Musk. Some user error was involved. She was only making a suggestion for Tesla And she always checks for animals before moving her car. But again, she didn't say how many cats have died or how. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think this is a technicality, Michael, because she says that she said that she hasn't killed any cats, right? She said um, she hasn't run over any cats. Okay, she hasn't run over any cats. So she says she hasn't run over any cats. And prior to that, she said... I can't tell you how many cats I've lost. So I think technically she cannot tell us how many cats she's lost because the number is zero. Therefore, making it impossible for us to tell us how many, how uh, indicating a number and zero not being a number. That's the only conclusion I can come to on this. Uh, Is this goodwill hunting? Suddenly it's like I saw these math equations on the board and I'm like, huh, when you were explaining it to me. Yes, baby. I'm sitting here with a piece of chalk being like, I was beep, like, beep, huh? beep, beep, so beep. you think she hasn't killed any cats? I don't think that she's killed them. I think that when she says, I can't tell you how many cats I've lost. 
I think maybe it might be it might be what you said where the cats have packed up a little bindle and maybe that they have perhaps left home and they don't have Tesla's excellent GPS uh, capabilities because they're cats. And so they have gotten lost. This is the Spears family okay. we're dealing with. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And also in little note. So as of September, uh, 2020, it's a law that electric cars must make a sound that's at least 43 decibels loud when going less than 18.6 miles per hour. Now, Michael, I have a, I have a question. Our test. I've never been in a Tesla. I've never been around a Tesla. Yeah, they're um, quiet. I've never been in one, but I've heard them and they're quiet. Like, would a cat not know? I'm asking you because I know that you're, you're a cat. <laughs> Let me get in the mind of a cat. Uh, I don't know. Ask Jamie Lynn. Well, I don't think I should ask her because we can't even confirm how many cats she has That's true. owned. That's true. I mean, she she... We still need answers, honestly. And in the meantime, like, shelters, breeders, do not give a cat to Jamie Lynn. And also, like, Jamie Lynn, if you see Toonses driving down the street, beware. He might be out for revenge. Allison and I are now going to talk about five stories, starting with Goop's Coochie Candle. So as we all know, Goop sells a $75 candle called This Smells Like My Vagina. So a woman in North London tells The Sun that she won Gwyneth Paltrow's Coos candle in an online quiz. I'm not sure if the quiz asked what is the most overpriced item in existence, but maybe that's why she won it. But she says she lit it one night and it burst into flames and there was an inferno in her living room. So after Goopy's vagine candle flambéed and became, you know, an inferno, the woman and her partner were able to put it out and threw it out the front door. I mean, the puns write themselves. I know. When normally when Goop gets complaints of an on-fire vagina, it's because someone left their egg in for too long. That's a yeast infection joke. Yeah. I am very sorry. <laughs> it yeah, your your pussy goes up in flames if you keep mm-hmm. the egg in too long. Mm-hmm. And so I always wish that the late, great Madeline Kahn was still with us. But this story made me wish she was really still with us so she could say, flames, flames on the side of my pussy candle. <laughs> Speaking of dangerous Hot Pockets, uh, there's been a recall of Hot Pockets, the food. After several consumers complained to Nestle, who makes Hot Pockets, that there was glass and plastic bits in their Hot Pocket, and one person suffered a mouth injury from biting into a Hot Pocket filled with glass and plastic. So 762,000 pounds of Hot Pockets were recalled. I mean, we, we know that Hot Pockets fuck up your insides. Mm-hmm. Now, it's really important to note, Michael, that... Um, Hot Pockets wants you to check the box of Hot Pockets you have to see if yours are the ones that are recalled. And this is really important because you can't just go by if you're feeling gross and sick because you might have just eaten a regular untainted Hot Pocket. Yeah, which is worse. And like now Hot Pockets and I have something in common because we both have made a human regret putting their mouth on our pocket. Michael. (laughs) 
So my Miley Cyrus is pansexual, and she said in an interview with SiriusXM that she thinks women are hotter and she prefers relationships with women. But she appreciates dick, but only as sculptures. So she said, I think um, we can agree that from ancient times... (laughs) (laughs) Just thinking of Miley Cyrus saying ancient times. Anyways, we can agree that from ancient times, dicks make wonderful sculptures. Other than that, I'm not as interested. I like dicks as art pieces and sculptural. I love the shape. I think it looks really good on a table. Okay. She needs to specify what kind of sculpture, though, because I think that, you know, she's probably talking about, like, a dick that's been carved out of marble or clay. I don't think she's talking about, like, you know, some kind of, like, Claus Oldenburg flaccid penis sculpture made out of fabric, just sort of flopping on a dining room table <laughs> maybe she also likes that too i don't know art miley <laughs> miley is smarter than i am when it comes to art she's more cultured when it comes to d- dick sculpture mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so not that i'd ever get invited to miley's house but if i am remind me to not go because if i saw some dick sculpture on her table i'd end the night with glass pieces in my not so hot pocket And I promise I will never, ever, ever call my asshole a hot pocket again. (laughs) I will never call it a pocket again. Cut to like eight seconds from now. (laughs) So anyways, okay. Anne Hathaway was on The Tonight Show and told Jimmy Fallon that she hates when people call her Anne and that she's only known professionally as Anne Hathaway because when she got her SAG card as a teenager, that's the name she put, you know, on the application or whatever, since that's her birth name. But Anne is what her mom calls her when her mom is really mad at her. She says that her friends, family, and coworkers call her Annie. So she wants everyone to call her Annie. Annie Hathaway. That sounds too much like Donnie Hathaway. Who's that? Oh my god. Oh no. You don't know who Donnie Hathaway is? Wait, can I guess? He's a singer. Okay, is he the guy who sings, like, what is love, baby, don't hurt me? Is that Donnie No, Hathaway? that's, no, that's, oh my. Oh, that's Hathaway. <laughs> Hathaway. <laughs> Poor Donnie Hathaway. It's my fault. I dragged him into this when he didn't need it. Oh my gosh. But finding out that she, her name is actually Annie Hathaway is, it's very weird. It's like, what is next? Are we also going to learn that she isn't an overly confident adult theater kid? My perception of her is shattered. I know. Everything has changed. Mm-hmm. But so, you know what her middle name is? Mm, no. Hadaway. It's Hadaway. <laughs> <laughs> it's what is love, baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> what is love, yeah. No, it's Jacqueline. That's why I'm like, uh, you have the middle name Jacqueline and that's not the name you're using? For everything, like it's full of glamour, it's full of intrigue, Jacqueline, like what kind of theater kid is she? And she can go with or without the last name too, like Jacqueline Hathaway, again, very dramatic, just Jacqueline, incredible. Amazing. So finally, the Washington Post said that Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner didn't want the Secret Service using any of the six bathrooms in their D.C. mansion, so they rented a $3,000 a month studio basement apartment, complete with a bathroom, in their neighbor's house and made the Secret Service piss and shit in there. 
The taxpayers covered that. So Ivanka uh, and Jared's agents used to use a bathroom in the Obama's garage. They live nearby. But one of them stunk it up so bad so that the Obama's (laughs) agents banned them from using that bathroom. So the White House and Secret Service denied that Ivanka and Jared banned the agents from their home, and it was the Secret Service's decision to use a bathroom in a different house. But the Washington Post stands by their story. Oh my gosh. I mean, let's face it. We all knew that Ivanka and Jared were full of shit, but now we know, thanks to the Post, that their toilets are only full of their shit. Yeah, and also it's like they can spew shit left and right all over the place, but their agents have to go next door to spew shit. This is a new feature we're calling Gen Z 101, and it's where myself, Professor Old Gay, and Allison, Professor Not As Old, Not Gay. I mean, Um, I'm... I am practically Gen Z, Michael. You're don't... Uh, what's after Gen Z? Gen Z, Z, Z. But yeah, you're after what's Gen... No, I think it's like called like... Well, it's probably called the last generation. <laughs> the way <laughs> no, that things are going. No, it's dark. <laughs> I think it's like the alpha generation. Oh, so we're like starting back at A again. Yeah. So you're, yeah, you're part of that generation. I'm the one after that. I'm that young. Yeah, but this is where we will school you on something the kids are currently into. Mm-hmm. So our first lesson is Olivia Rodrigo. No relation to uh, Ana de Armas's paparazzo. We don't think. So Olivia Rodrigo currently has the number one song in the country. It's called Driver's License, even though she was barely old enough to get one. She's 17. But it's her debut single, and it's kind of like Lord Light. Yeah, I would describe it as Lord-ish, perhaps Lana Del Rey adjacent. Yeah, Touch of Lana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not only number one on the Billboard Hot 100, but... It's broken all these kind of streaming records on Spotify and beyond because the kids love it and they love Olivia Rodrigo. Mm -hmm. She also co-wrote the song. So she's 17. Like I said, she's from Murrieta, California. She's half Filipino and half German Irish. She was a kid actress who was in an Mm -hmm. Old Navy commercial, a movie based on the American Girl Dolls, which also starred Virginia Madsen. Um, that's a huge get. That's like getting an Oscar for a kid actor is to be in an American Girl doll movie. With Virginia Madsen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a double whammy. So she was also on a Disney Channel show called Bizarre Aardvark, which sadly isn't about a weird aardvark. It's, I think they're like YouTubers or something. Yes, that like show also, yeah, that show also had one of the um, Paul brothers the, of Jake and Logan Paul. Maybe it had both of them. Uh, Olivia currently stars in a Disney Plus show based on High School Musical called, prepare yourself for this title, High School Musical colon, the musical colon, the series. 
It's a lot of colons. I like a lot of colons. <laughs> I heard that about you. <laughs> so she's kind of like the Vanessa Hudgens of Gen Z. Okay. That's a good comparison. So she's also got some attention because of her personal life. So Olivia, I can't believe I'm talking about the love life of a teenager, but here we are. So Olivia was reportedly dating her uh, high school musical, the musical, the series, the musical, the musical, the high school, the musical co-star, Joshua Bassett, who is 20 years old. And I guess he's like the Zac Efron. So they were supposedly dating, but broke up over the summer. And that's when Joshua was spotted with 21-year-old Sabrina Carpenter, who is also a singer and was a Disney star. Can you tell me what show, Disney show, Sabrina Carpenter was in, Allison? I can't. And I can't even wager a guess. But I'm it's a, gonna... Okay, it's, a, it's like a reboot of a show you know. Oh Jesus, that's uh, that's that's assuming I know anything, Michael. More like a revival. I don't know if it's a reboot or a, a revival. Oh, Saved by the Bell. No, it's no, Disney. that's at Disney Plus. Um, Girl Meets uh, World. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was like I know that I show. Think the friend on that. So many think that the song "Driver's License" is about Olivia's relationship with Joshua because she, Olivia once said that she took that he took her driving for the first time and it was the best day of her life. Mm-hmm. The clues are just stacking up. So, and in that song, she sings about a blonde girl, Sabrina mm-hmm. Carpenter is blonde, who is much older than her. <laughs> Sabrina again is 21, which is grandma age to I mean, a 17-year-old. Five, five years when you're, oh wait, four years when you're 17. Yeah, that's basically like, okay, well, I guess you own a home and have a bunch of kids grandkids mm-hmm. yeah golden and girls practically like yeah dorothy was 21 when mm-hmm. they shot that show so um and she says in the song that the blonde makes her feel insecure so everyone figured that there was a love triangle between olivia joshua and sabrina and let's be real scripted by disney's pr team mm-hmm. and after driver's license was released Joshua, I mean, the plot just keeps thickening. Uh, Joshua was put out a song called Lie, Lie, Lie. But he said he wrote it a while ago, and it's like not a response to driver's license. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this drama has played out on TikTok, of course. Yeah. Which is where you go when you're uh, a 17-year-old and you need to get some drama out. So right platform. Good for them. Um, Michael, have you listened to this song? Yes. Many, many, like, many times. Uh, many times? Yeah. You like yes. it? It's forgettable to me. Mm-hmm. Like, let me try to remember some, like, uh, 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 I don't remember the lyrics. That sounds like I a Christmas song. I just remember driving, like, you listened to it, right? I did. I, I listened to it on YouTube, which is where I listen to all my music, um, and I noticed that it had the video had um, over 45 million views, which I know that means nothing <laughs> to Gen Z because Gen Z does not listen to their music on YouTube. But to <laughs> me, that's a sign. That but they watch their videos on YouTube. Yeah, they want to see that video of her driving around in her car. Good for her. She got her driver's <laughs> license. She's going to feel free in her car now. Driving. Oh, she's like, I drive around the suburbs. I remember that line from it. 
Because that, like, brought me back. I was like, I mean, uh, that was something that I would be uh, aspirational to because I am so young. No, but, like, that brought me back um, to being, like, a teenager and, like, just driving around aimlessly. And then also being like, I'm going to drive by my crush's house and do what exactly? <laughs> drive by it. And then drive by your um, the, the blondie in your love triangle, her house. Yeah. I don't think she drives by her house in the song. Uh, No, she just sings about her. That's the (laughs) follow-up song when she goes like two streets over and drives by the the other woman's house. Yeah, the older woman. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, like, I was able to convince my parents to get the car for the night. I've got 45 minutes. They think I'm going to Target. I need to get over to this other woman's house. So I'm going to drive by. Oh my God, you just wrote it for her. Am I Diane Warren? I think you are. I really mm. think you are. Diana, so, watch out. That is your lesson um, on Olivia Rodrigo. Class is dismissed. And that ends this episode. If you've got a question for our mailbag or want us to research a riveting Gen Z topic like Olivia Rodrigo, email us at dtp at delisted.com. Until next week. Oh, next week. Uh, the episode <laughs> is coming out and I was like a light bulb went yeah. on in my head. You're it's like, coming see out you on, next week. <laughs> it's coming out on Thursday instead of Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So till Thursday, next Thursday. See you next Thursday as the saying goes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>